<laughs> hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? My name is Noel Michael Smith and you're listening to the Lofu Fitness Lifestyle Podcast. How you doing on this glorious Saturday morning? Saturday the 28th of December. We're drawing in close baby, baby, baby. We are drawing in close. Today's episode, 132, 132 episodes. Bad children are bad parenting. Which one are you? <laughs> no, no, really. Which one do you think is the thing? Do you think children are just coercively bad or are they a product of bad parenting? What do you think? Right, I think it's a little bit of both. But why did I choose this subject here today? Before I broke up for the Christmas holiday, I was speaking to a lovely lady. In fact, we I spoke to her at the Christmas party that one of the ladies from Lofi Fitness kickboxing class at the Riverside happened to put on for me. Beautiful woman, Sarah. One of the ladies said to me that she is giving up teaching because you know I love teachers I'm going to come back to that actually (laughs) let me rephrase I love the idea of teachers and when I see good ones I'm fascinated love and hate relationship with teachers I should say with school we're talking about school teachers not martial arts teachers or any other teachers school teachers that are both in primary school and secondary school yeah this lady she said to me that she's getting out of the game because of the behavior of the children she's a first of all let me tell you about this woman i'm not going to mention her she is very intelligent fit does my classes three times a week totally enjoys my classes an amazing personality really nice brought up two lovely children always got such great manners for me this lady's also a math teacher right so it's good subjects Everything I've told you about her, good. Come from a good family. She also doesn't need to do this because her husband makes good money. So she doesn't need to do it. She just wants to give back to society. And I always say there's no better way of giving back to society than teaching our children. You know, I believe the children are our future. George Benson, Whitney Houston. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride. Yeah, so it's just that. You know, give them a sense of pride. I believe they are the future. They're the people that are going to build our next electric cars. They're the people that are going to send man to Mars and other parts of our galaxy. I want this to happen. These kids we've got now are really promising as far as what they've been brought up into. This technology, this ideology, this whole internet and fast information stuff i think it's amazing i think it's great but it's got its downfalls but hear me out here yeah so she decided not to pursue the whole teaching thing the children have no respect respect is a word that's thrown around from place to place but this is a very intelligent well-spoken woman when she talks about respect she's talking about it in a pure meaningful way the way the word was intended in the dictionary the kids are ignoring her they're shouting across the room at each other. They're throwing chairs. Zero discipline. They're cursing at her. They're swearing at a teacher. 
what is what is going on out there? It's just completely it's gone mad. Right. Another student, let me tell you another story. Another student of mine, she spoke to me recently and said that a headmaster has left the school that she's in. And this is a very high achieving school. There are no behavioral problems there. Or if they have, it's down to a minimum. So this headmaster, who I have led to believe is a very good headmaster. In fact, the great Prince Charles has actually gone to the school and visited the school because of its stance on environment, architecture, and all the other things that Mr. Charles is interested in. Anyway, this teacher had to leave. There was a political thing going on. The school turned to an academy and the teacher had to leave. I don't want to go through the ins and outs of that because I think that's a court case that's going on at this time now, right now. But I just go back to the kids. Since he's left, and it's been six months now, the school has gone right downhill. The behaviour problems have gone way up. Not listening to the teachers, running in the corridor, all of these things. You see, this headmaster had a zero-tolerance policy. But it's not just a zero-tolerance policy. His band of merry men were behind him. And you need that. If you are a leader, your troops have got to follow you. And they're following you. So they're using your ideology, your philosophies, your teachings, your training methods, and feeding it down to the other teachers in return would be fed down to the school. And once the hierarchy is gone, you find the whole thing will crumble. Boy, it happened in my business. I don't want to go to the ins and outs of that. But it's, it's true that you have to have somebody running the show who's strong and knows what they're doing. And the people that are below him or her have got to have respect for that person. There's a big thing with teachers, right? When a child, and I've heard this many times before. Now, I have never worked in a school in that capacity, I've done after-school clubs and I won't do them anymore for that reason. Kids don't know how to behave and parents leave them there and expect me to teach them Kung Fu as a glorified babysitter. That ain't happening. I'm a teacher to teach people who want to learn. Again, I'll come back to that later. Teachers get into an altercation with a child. The teachers that are higher up do not back the teachers that are lower down. How are you going to get discipline? The child gets reprimanded, the parent then complains, and then the child gets let off. Now, what signals are you sending to the children if parents have too much power? I'm a parent myself. I've got children in school, still got children in school. Yeah, I did it all again. <laughs> What's wrong with me, man? Anyway, I love my little children. I love my little kids. They're amazing. Parents, they're always wrong. I never complain to the teachers. My daughter got into a little altercation and what she did, I was disgusted with her. It was horrible. Her mother hasn't brought her up that way. I haven't brought her up that way. I don't know what got into her head. I know she's a good kid, but what she did to the other child wasn't very nice. You've got to bite the bullet, man, and say, hey, you know, my kid did wrong. I'm going to fix it. You've got to fix it. Parents paint their kids in these rose-tinted glasses and their child can't do any wrong. But you know what? I have a little sympathy for some parents out there because I don't have... I was mentioning this before and let me dive right into it now. I don't have much respect for teachers. I have this... I lock horns with some of my 
fellow students that are teachers all the time. Apart from uh, the odd few, most teachers are pretty damn rotten. I see them all the time. I think they're stupid. Look, I don't want to get personal and start a rant here. But the majority of them I speak to, I cannot get a decent conversation out of them. And those are the people that are teaching our kids, right? So if I was to do a cutoff age, I would say 35 downwards. They cannot teach my children or your children, as a matter of fact. Now, if they're 35 and above, they've lived a little. They've seen some life. And I find those teachers a little bit more wise. And also, the UK system is broken. And those young teachers that are coming in think it's still good. By the time they get to 35, the boys and girls that are teaching realise how broken it is. They either stay in and try and make a difference or they get out. So I don't want people teaching my children that don't know about life itself. You could teach my kids to read. You could teach my kids to write. They can do the same with yours. But anything past that, totally useless. Nothing. I have my kids come home sometime. I said, what do you learn today that you didn't learn yesterday? They cannot come up with an answer. Nothing, nothing at all. Good teachers used to be the rule. But now they're the exception. And just the same with kids. Good kids used to be the rule. And now good kids are the exception. Now it's being flipped around on its head. Yes, I see this in my martial arts club. I have a test now that I do that the students have to pass when they come to my martial arts class. It's a practical test they've got to do to test behavior problems and their concentration and all, a lot of other little things. We put this together. Now people have said to me, why do you want to do this? You're meant to be teaching all sorts of people. I don't want bad kids in my class anymore because what they're doing is dragging down the kids that really want to learn. And to be quite honest, I don't need it. I don't need it. Years ago, I needed the money. I was desperate. I wanted them. I wanted every student in there and I would fight nail and tooth to keep them in there. I don't really want them now. If they don't want to come, that's fine. I've got friends out there that would teach students like that. But me, no siree. I'm not doing it. Do you know there's a why? I think I've mentioned this in another podcast, but I have a little thing going on here. 18-year-olds or teenagers. When I meet a new teenager, for me, I start them. Out of 100, they've got zero points, which means I don't like them. Mm-mm, no siree. I do not, none at all. Don't want them. Don't like them. You come to me when I want to see your manners. It doesn't mean to say they can't rack up 95 points in five minutes. And that's happened. A girl came to my class. She's 15. Lovely girl. Such good manners. Lovely smile. Never argues. 90 points straight away. Some start bad. And gradually, I work on them because that's my job. They get better and better and better. They could reach 100 in time. But that's the way I see it because I don't want to get hurt. I used to get hurt by them. Oh, little teenager, so nice, so cute, so beautiful, so wonderful. And then they'll be like monsters. And then you just bam, 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 yeah? Everything just gets shut down. And you try to help them, and the more you help them out, you get shut down even more. So I just protect Mr. Noel Smith now. In fact, I protect the other guy, Mr. Noel Michael Smith. (laughs) 
And I don't get hurt at all because I put up my barrier from day one, I gotta say. Let's talk some more about parenting now, right? Because after all, I am talking about whether it's bad kids or bad parenting. So let's dig into this parenting thing now. When I was growing up, you just call your elders sir or miss or madam, depending on where or who you are, or missus. Yeah, so it just depends. It's just a sign of respect. I'll tell you another little story. My wife, I was only married once. My wife, I met her grandfather. This was way, way, way back, right? A grandfather of a traditional guy, fought in, I think he fought in two world wars. Or was it one? But he certainly fought in the First World War. Anyway, I was sitting down and he came into the room and I stood up and shook his hand. The man almost fainted. He told my ex-wife he really appreciated it. I was grew up to do that. It was just a thing. It was nothing that came to me, I have to stand up to this, mate. This was a thing. So on the back of that, I want to just throw out a few things that I grew up with, becoming a man in life. And you always said, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, to whoever you greet. It doesn't matter whether it's your friend or an adult or a child. or It's just a thing you did. And also, having conversations with adults. I've always been able to do that. My dad used to bring friends around all the time. And I used to sit down and have lovely conversations with them and constantly learn. And I have had some students. I trained some black belts recently and I had them for two days um, all over the place with me. And they were great conversationists. And that's what growing up is about. It's not about just teaching a person manners is teaching people how to converse because you've got to go into the world and converse right we've got mouths not just converse with your teenage friends because I see that all the time talking about seeing that all the time when I go on public transport I'm up there with my seven and ten year old daughter I don't want to hear this stuff they don't hear it at home they don't hear it at school I hope not anyway but I say it to these teenagers I say it kindly you don't want to hurt their feelings you want to be nice to them yeah, so I said, um, excuse me, would you mind just, you know, I've got my two children here, would you mind just stopping the swearing for a while? And they're always reeling. To be quite honest, right, I give them their due. I've never had pushback on that. They've always looked and see the kids say, oh, I'm sorry. But the bottom line is, is that they actually think it's okay to do that on public transport. What should you do as a parent now? It's in the child's nature to deceive. However, it's my job and your job to curve that, to minimize that trait yes it's no doubt that children need endless love and understanding and attention there's no doubt about that we all know that but you can't shower them with blind love you have to give them some tough love sometimes it's not just one or the other it's a combination of both let, let me tell you this right if your child unprovokingly hits another child and there's no question about it and damage has been done what are you going to do? There's no point in, in in blaming others when it's blatant that your child has done X, Y, Z. You're not serving them any purpose. You've got to go for damage limitation, man. You've got to just apologise to that family and then talk to your daughter or your son about their conduct and what they've done. You've got to take them to one side and let them see the consequences of their actions. Then manage accordingly. Many parents don't have any idea of the cause of effects of deterrent. They take their phone away or ground them. It has no effect whatsoever. 
it has minimum effect, if any. What you're doing there is reacting on a reaction. Now, we have this thing in the martial arts that I say, when you're fighting, the punches and kicks that you're doing are light. There's no deterrent there. He or she is just going to walk straight into those punches and kicks that you're delivering and punch you hard and floor you. It's going to hurt. And you're going to feel like you want to cry. <laughs> However, what I teach my students is the best form of defense is attack. If you now throw that punch or that kick and you kick the person in the head, bow, and they rock back a little, you think they're going to come straight in? Of course they're not. They're going to think twice about coming in because they know the swiftness of your kick that you've got there. So there's your deterrent. If you're playing tennis and everything he plays, you're just hitting it back and pushing him further and further back onto the baseline. Unless he's got a killer shot, he's on the defence. You're on the attack. So if you're on the attack, are you on the defence? No. And it's better to be on the attack than the defence. So the moral of this story is not so much about the cause, the person hitting the other person to create a deterrent. It's more about the understanding of the process. And that's what you've got to get through to your children you've got to have a zero tolerance on stuff. But having a zero tolerance doesn't mean to say you cannot have fun. All a zero tolerance is doing is cutting off the grey areas so that your son, your child, your daughter, or your son or your daughter know that if they overstep this mark, it's not going to be good for them. But yeah, you've still got to have the fun. You've got to be able to play and run around and joke with your child. And that's what having children's all about it's about having a great time with them and i tell you this because i've got to wind it up now i've been going for a while i tell you this that you also have to be able to and maybe we could touch on this subject another time because i've got so much to say you also got to be playing with them on their level not just put them in a the park or club and sit and watch them you have to do it with them on their level. I admire parents who do the martial arts with their kids, who do athletics with their kids. If you've got younger kids, go to the park and do your handstands and do your swinging on the monkey bars and stuff like that with the children. So I just want to finish off, really finish off this time on this. Now, never reprimand your child in anger. Use a calm voice when you do that. Also, change it up a little. Change the tones up when you're talking to them don't let them get used to one tone because that becomes white noise don't protect your child more than you need to don't wrap them up in cotton wool because that would come back and bite you in the rear stay fit and healthy so you can play with your children in the park on the field any playground or any situation skateboarding bike riding skiing all of that stuff y'all do that stuff with your child now i'm done tomorrow is episode 133 honesty is the best policy i'm gonna have to teach y'all how to be honest because there's some deceitful deceptive people out there tomorrow saturday the 28th of december we're getting close to new as bad say christmas then we're getting close to the new year and boy is the new year gonna be good this year is a great year yeah i'll say so it was a great year hey everybody i see you tomorrow same place same time you're listening to noel michael smith 
No matter where you are in the world Good afternoon, good evening, good morning Did I say it in the right order? It doesn't matter I'll see you tomorrow Toodle-a-pip-bow!